Moon, P. Jug, and Hobbs, we're back. So we got lots to talk about. First of all, uh, give us your review of New Year's Eve and your stand-up performance at the New Cinema Grill. It was like a completely sober audience. Only one person in our whole second show was drinking. And they, I think they had one tap beer during the entire performance. I was like, it's definitely a different New Year's Eve than I've, I've experienced in the past. Well, over here for New Year's Eve, guess what we did? We watched football. The college football playoffs are on. I don't know when this episode is going to air. I'd have to say it's going to be this Friday. And then Hobbs is going to be gone because she's going to New Orleans. Yes. And then that's maybe when we could then play one of those older episodes. So you still have time to name your episode. Pick between the numbers 1 and 86. You go to moonpjugathobbs.com. There's an email link. Just pick a number. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have anybody ask for advertising. And no one ever responded to sending us an email of any sort yet. I mean, we get Deb from Nebraska a couple of times. And we got my old physician. Hey, what up, Susan? Glad you're listening to the podcast. In 2023, we've got to come up with a different name for this podcast because i don't think anybody can find us i think we i think they want to find us i hope they do i just don't think they can because like the email doesn't match the name of the show and the (laughs) (laughs) well that's why i made it just a link now yeah it's just a link so go to the website moonpjugandhops.com click the email link you're good and every day of this new year we're moving closer to another super bowl I said before the season even started that I thought Buffalo was going to win the whole thing. And after I watched their first game, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, they got it. And their defense is great. Their offense is just nuts. Uh, And then the other night, as the season winds down and they're playing to try to figure out which team will be seeded, which will get the first round by, which will get home field advantage, all these things, you've got two teams – Uh, with, you know, I think eight losses between them for the entire year. I mean, Buffalo and Cincinnati were going to go at it. And there was a crossing route. The uh, quarterback, Joe Burrow, from uh, Cincinnati threw a pass to T. Higgins. And there was a guy from the Buffalo Bills named DeMar Hanlon. He's their cornerback. And they had a collision, but it wasn't of the wicked uh, you know, collisions that you see in the NFL all the time, right? Usually, I can't believe there's not deaths on the field like every day, right? But what happened was, as DeMar tried to tackle T, he kind of almost bear-hugged him. They went to the ground. Uh, he was receiving blunt trauma at the exact wrong moment when the heart is in the middle of a beat, And his heart stopped. It just stopped. And they say your chance of survival for every minute without a heartbeat, you lose 10% chance of survival. Well, they gave him, you know, chest compressions for 10 minutes. And they finally got him going. Don't know exactly where the case stands, uh, you know, depending on whether or not this uh, airs you know over the weekend we hope he's doing better i was really happy that the nfl decided not to play the game 
It was great that the coaching staff and both teams came to the middle of the field and decided it was too emotional for them to go out right after something like that happens and then try to lay a smack on somebody to try to win the game that you need to win. And I mean, you know, there's contractual things. There's bets that are going on across the United States. The NFL is big business and it shut the NFL down and they still really don't know exactly. I mean, the schedule is supposed to be the same starting Saturday, but man, wow, nuts. It's it, well, it's kind of like boxing, right? We watch boxing and we watch MMA and we watch football and we're desensitized to how brutal that those traumas can be. If you think about all the tackles and all the collisions of all the sports all the time, yeah, it's amazing that there are not more casualties. And yeah, I think the NFL, um, I don't get to say this very often, I think the NFL handled this well. I think they did this one right. One of the announcers, Joe Buck, announced that the NFL had decided we're going to give everybody five minutes to collect your thoughts, and then we'll start playing again. Uh, that's what one of the ESPN people received directly from someone at the NFL. But the NFL is saying, wait a minute, we never said anything about mm -hmm. making the players play after just five minutes. Is there any way to prove that Joe Buck, what he, his account of it is true or not, or no? I would think some kind of electronic transmission, right? Well, you'd think, in, you'd think in broadcasting, but not always. Mics aren't always on. There's not always something recording. But, you know, because it was funny when I was hearing the stories of it, it reminded me of Corey Stringer. Corey Stringer was a player for the Vikings who died at training camp. And I remember this really distinctly because <clears throat> I had met him when I was going to school down in Mankato, I was a big fan of the Vikings always have been. And where I used to work, sometimes the players would come in really nice guy. And then he died in training camp from basically complications of dehydration. And I believe it was a couple podcasts ago, or maybe we were just having a conversation. I was like, watch the movie any given Sunday, go back and watch that Oliver Stone movie. But it's really an expose on the NFL and how they just kind of they say team and rah, 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 and you're the best and all this stuff. But really, you're just in a meat grinder and you're just a body. I mean, they were the ones covering it up for years that these concussions were as bad as they were. I mean, they got a lot of money to make and it's not easy to maintain, uh, you know, control over something that's that big. Are the players getting, you know, pain injections during the middle of the game so they can, you know, feel no pain and keep playing? I mean, you don't know what's going on. We have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people on the inside aren't going to let anything on the outside because it's that much money. And you think about what was it like for a fan at that game that probably paid 250 bucks a ticket, mm -hmm. right? All of a sudden, are they going to get the money back? Is it going to be a partial refund? Are they going to play the game again? Right. Not not that many people have the luxury of having season tickets to sporting events. I have never been to a football game at U.S. Bank Stadium. I mean, I was there the first night uh, the NFL played there, but I wasn't inside. I was sitting in an illegal parking space uh, right there at the entrance. And as long as the cops didn't tell me to move, I was just sitting there. Our airport was closed here last night, and my children were flying back from Phoenix to Minneapolis. And guess what? I watch all planes on FlightAware, which is a great app. And so when I'm looking for my kid's flight last night, uh, I notice 
that the plane did like a U-turn and went south to Kansas City. Because our airport was closed, they diverted. Then when they landed in Kansas City, I mean, why didn't they land in Omaha? Or why didn't they land at Des Moines? I mean, I, I think there's airports in both those towns. So, yeah, I have no idea why. But anyway, they eventually got here. And now uh, after the big cluster that Southwest went through, canceling, I don't know how many tens of thousands of flights. Uh, and now they're offering each person that went through that 25,000 Southwest rewards points. That doesn't buy any crap. 25, 50,000 is what you need in points for anything, for any trip, first of all. And second of all, you know, I've been on a social media break, but anyway, I was doing that New Year's Eve show. So I was actually on Facebook for a minute and a girlfriend of mine, her sister was getting married. The entire family, the wedding party, the mother, the father, the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, destination wedding in California. They had to get from Tennessee to California. The parents bailed in planes, trains, and automobiled it. She was posting about it on Facebook. They got, they rented a car and just started driving towards the wedding, knowing they were trying to get from Tennessee to California in like a day. So did they make it to the wedding? That I don't know. I'll have to go stalk her Facebook page again. Like I said, I don't really go on social media. I was catching that one as it was happening. Man, stuff happens on social media so fast. It's unbelievable. You know, when anything happens, seriously, I always go to TMZ first. Nine times out of 10, when TMZ breaks a story, I don't want it to be true. And then you find out, well, the sources are right. I mean, they're right about a lot of stuff. You know, I used to live in Las Vegas, right? Every year they had the consumer electronics show and it was so much fun to go to this event because you got to see stuff that probably may not even be released for three or four or five years yet to come. One of the things at this upcoming CES show in Vegas is a brand new BMW and they've hooked up what they call IX flow and E ink inside the car and you can change the color of your car to whatever you want it to be with the push of a button. That's awesome. We're looking for a red car. Ha ha. You can't find me. I immediately went to crime with that. That's exactly what I would do with it. I would for sure use that as camouflage to get away from a, like a heist, some kind of a heist. I've always wanted to heist something. <laughs> I think it's because I've worked in a bank for so long. I've, I I used to, I think I said this once on the podcast before, but I've always been highly disappointed that every time a bank I have worked at has been robbed, it has been when it's been my day off or I just missed it. Uh, also at the electronic show this year, it's a new faucet from Moen. It will um, detect your gestures. It's a smart faucet with mm. motion control. So if you wave your arm left, you'll get hot water. If you wave your arm right, you get cold water. So now we're getting so lazy that we won't even turn the water on. We just want to move our arm, right? It's kind of like Trump when he just thought of something and all of a sudden it happened. That's what this thing is going to be like, right? I can see a reason for it. And you're in the kitchen and your hands are all full of like, you just were like touching some raw chicken 
And then you just want to dip the elbow in, and you know what I mean, and, and get some water going. I could see that. Yeah, those are all things that are, you know, coming up the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. One of the things that Vegas has that I love so much is gambling. I used to go there hey. as, many, as much as I possibly could. I just love that town. I never have been financially irresponsible. I usually spend more money on shows and food than I do on gambling uh, and nice hotel rooms, stuff like that. Here is what they have there that we don't, and that is legalized sports betting. I have a friend that lives in Vegas, and on his phone, he's got an app that's hooked up to a casino, and he can bet on anything he wants at any time. It can be horses. It can be highlight. It can be baseball. It can be football. I mean, whatever you can bet on, you can do it on your phone. Now, in Minnesota, this coming year, uh, the Democrats have both the House, the Senate, and the governor. And the things that they're working on, number one, is legalized sports betting. Right now, I play FanDuel. You know, there's a lot of things when you're a fantasy player that helps you, you know, become a more educated gambler on NFL or other events. And I want it on my phone. It would give me more to do right i'll just sit there and gamble all day so you feel like maybe the fantasy is it's inhibiting you like you could really win a lot of money but you're but you're being constrained because i don't bet a lot i would not win a lot that's the thing because when you're betting you know say you get on a hot streak and you got you know four hundred dollar wins in a row well the next week you might be wiped out and go 300 more than that yeah. I mean, you got to be, you know, show some restraint. And a lot of people have problems with that. And that's why gambling uh, addiction groups were formed. And that's why when you see DraftKings or anybody advertising on the NFL, they say gamble responsibly. Here's a number to call if you think you got a problem. Well, and then I should, well, if, if, as long as there's a warning, because how did I become an alcoholic then? Because every, <laughs> yeah. How did I get addicted to that? They all say drink responsibly. That's just them like saying, making their karma better. I don't know. I'm not for the, I'm, I'm, for, I'm anti this. I understand why you want to do it. And you, in your hands, I think it's fine. I think you'd be fine with it. I don't think everybody would be fine with it. I'm just saying, as we've talked about before, man, gambling is, I think, in my opinion, gambling is the worst of all the addictions because no matter what you're into, if it's something that's a consumable, you can't lose 50 grand in a night on drinks, but you can lose it gambling pretty easily. I was offered a job to work for a bookie. On Tuesday nights, I'd go to four different bars with envelopes. The envelopes were numbered. Each player had a number. We didn't speak of names. Uh, they would come up and they'd say, I'm 17. You give them their envelope. Uh, if not, you have a certain amount of time you wait for those that are supposed to be there to pay you to show up. And then, uh, you know, that's where the guy said, you need to carry a gun. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why would I need to carry a gun? He said, there are people that know exactly where you're going to be and when, and that you're carrying envelopes full of cash and they will take you out. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that job. So I bowed out. And I said, what would it have paid? And he said, 4000 a week. People love to gamble. My dad always said, they're not building smaller casinos. 
No, they're not. And I like to gamble. I'm not, I'm not anti-gambling. I just think the sports thing, I just don't think we need more gambling, I guess is my point. I'd say legalize weed and get the tax dollars that way is my thought. Legalizing weed will happen in 2023. It's not going to be quick. Uh, we're just getting started on the new session. There's a lot of things that are being tackled right at the moment. And we just have to use resp responsibly. That's right. Use responsibly. Here's what I want to know is what's the one guy at the state fair who has been the, the green party booth. That one guy is just, you know, that's that same guy. He's been there for like 30 years, green party, man. And it'll be legalized. Like all my friends that have been screaming legalize it since I was in college, they're going to be like, like, I, I mean, are we all just going to like smoke a big bowl and just celebrate? Maybe everybody could go to U.S. Bank Stadium and get an edible. Think of the food sales. Everybody's going to have the munchies. <laughs> popcorn. Damn, this is good. Can you imagine, uh, you know, like Target Field? Everybody gets an edible. So you go to each venue, you get an edible that's hooked up to light rail so nobody has to drive. Right. I think this is fantastic. And honestly, you know what? You know what would be awesome is if they did that, but for like, and not that you should use drugs around kids, but if there was a section of the free edible section, I would love to be on edibles and go watch like the ice capades or when they've like Disney on ice. I feel like that would be a blast. I did see a story today about how many children are getting into edibles. That's that good. is not uh, a good feeling to take too much. No. And here's, here's what you can do. Keep it locked up like you would any other medicine, number one. Yeah. And I can safely say this as a medical patient here, the packaging on the edibles here that you get at a dispensary are nearly impossible for an adult to open. They make it really hard to get into these things. First, right. you have to cut it. Then you've got to try to, you know, break the adhesive, you know, lock that they have to, you know, it's not easy to get one. And I believe if they're stored properly, uh, I don't keep many around. Because you keep trying them. That's why you don't have many around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> the bag's empty again, come to think of it. <laughs> right now I'm working on Hawaiian pineapple edibles. I've got some grape, key lime. Oh, yeah. Of course you like key lime. What an odd... Yeah. That's for the Southern stoner. So New Year's resolutions, What what what's the number one everybody makes every year? Lose weight. Right. Lose weight. Go to the gym. Right. So there is a very pricey gym chain called Equinox. And what they did was pretty dope. I think the brand said it doesn't want to support the new year, new me movement. Doesn't support it. And it's came up with a new ad campaign that said, we don't speak January. They don't take new people in January. They don't want people in the gym using up all the machines, taking up everybody's time that aren't going to fully commit to actually changing themselves. So hmm. they won't take any new people in January. They don't care. You can work out at home or somewhere else. Equinox does not give a f they don't want your business. I think it's awesome. I mean, we're just like, people are super mad and they're like, but it does. It bans new members from joining the pricey gym on New Year's Day. They're like, no. Anybody who went to the gym this week, you saw somebody there that doesn't know what the hell they're doing at a gym. They have no freaking clue.
but they're using all the machines and using up all the time. So whatever. These people pay a lot of money to belong to this gym too. So fine. It's been getting them good marketing. Yeah, we're talking about it. I mean, we'll give it some airtime. You're going somewhere. You're going to go big. I love on ABC News. Uh, they have a piece at 530 during David Muir where it's called Made in America. Mm-hmm. And if ABC News comes to your place of business and they think you've got an interesting enough backstory, even if you only have three employees or 300 employees, they mention you on ABC News and the businesses jump from, you know, maybe making $100,000 a year to making $2 million in a day. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, it was almost like what's going on with uh, Damar Hanlon's uh, charity uh, for kids and toys, right? They had a $2,500 goal after his uh, injury on Monday Night Football. That thing's way over $5 million and growing. And you know what else is growing is the freaking lotto. Have you seen that? It's almost at a billion again. Oh, well, when it gets to a billion, I'll put a dollar in. As soon as somebody hits it, I don't play again until it's massive. So what are your uh, plans to do in New Orleans while you're there? We're going to eat everything. I'm literally going to eat everything. I've been doing my Zoom and my weight loss stuff, and I've been been trying to be really good this week because I'm going to go nuts. I'm going to have some jambalaya. I'm going to have everything. We're staying in the French Quarter, so I'm imagining we'll wander around. We're not far from one of the casinos, so I probably will go in and play cards for a little bit. Um, we are planning to do a little trek thing through the bayou. We're going to go check out the graveyard. We're going to uh, go see some art. And uh, Brian's going to bring his camera, and he wants to take some photographs, and so we're going to do that. And, and uh, yeah, and just chill for a week where it's not snowing. Last snowfall in Lakeville? 14 plus and it's snowing right now yeah you got more than i did you got kind of nailed st paul it it seems like it went more south either the north metro gets it or the south metro gets it but st paul we usually kind of moves around us i have a guy that has plowed my driveway for years you know ever since i moved here for sure i don't know how many years i've been here but um I gave him a pay raise this year and he was very grateful cost of fuels up cost of equipment's up, but he comes in and does my driveway. Um, and he shovels my walk to my front door. He's mm. in and out of here. I'd say in 15 minutes and I pay him 45 bucks. That's, but that's a good deal for you. He'll do three or four on this street in an hour. Good right? for him. So, awesome. so he's probably making, you know, 160 an hour and he does a great job. I can count on him. He's bailed me out. I don't know how many times, you know, this time I didn't even tell him to come. I just said, you know, Hey, let me get back to you in a couple of days. Cause that's how long it's going to snow. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's January in Minnesota. You know, yeah. we needed some moisture and we got it now. Yeah, we need it, though, because we've been in a drought for the last couple of years, especially in southern Minnesota. So this is good. We need this snow pack because we didn't have a lot of snow. We had a lot of cold. I'd rather have snow. There's benefit in snow. Cold. Did you see how much snow Buffalo had? Just that one storm, I thought, was what was it, up to eight feet? Oh, my God. It was just nuts. 
I've been to upstate New York once, but it was as a child and it was during the summertime. So I can't imagine, but yeah, that's crazy. When they were showing the one foot, when they were showing the football field, just like a week or two ago when they were trying to play that game at home and how bad it was. And then they showed the time lapse of them clearing it all off so they could play the game. They have devices that I'd never seen before uh, that the military has to move things out of the way. And they went in with like a giant forklift and they were just picking cars out of snowdrifts. Yeah. Right. And think about it. If that's your car, you know, that can't be good on the bottom of a car, really. (laughs) And you're stuck in the middle of it. It's winter can be terrible for driving Uh, on Minnesota 511. It's an app I have when I touch that thing. It shows how many spin outs and stuff we have. On a bad day in Minnesota, we generally have around 600 spin outs or crashes a day. Mm-hmm. Right. And it happens pretty much every time there's a bad day. Yep. And there's a lot of those in this five months we have for winter. This winter, we're almost at 50 inches already. My dad used to, every time I'd say, God, I hate living in Minnesota in the winter. And Mm -hmm. he said, son, before you moved there, you needed to buy a map. I've been watching Kim's Convenience. That's good. I've never watched it. I heard, Yeah, you told me. You told me it was good. Mr. Kim runs a convenience store, and it's really funny. It's almost the Canadian version of Friends using an Asian family as the main cast. It's really fun, and I like it a lot. Uh, we've been watching uh, Tulsa King. Uh, we have not started 1923 yet. I'm not going to talk about the show that we promised you we wouldn't talk about. Uh, I'm still watching the very beginning of America's Got Talent, where they're now back on the air with these 90-minute shows where they have all of the uh, America's Got Talent, Australia's Got Talent, Britain's got talent, all of those different, you know, spinoff shows from all the different countries. All of those winners are now facing each other. The first couple of acts, you know, they're in audition phase in the very first episode. They've only done a couple of episodes. So I've got plenty to watch. This next, you know, week comes up for football. I mean, we'll have to see what the NFL does. I don't know if you watch ABC with David Muir, but he had Oprah. Uh, you know, Jane Polly, all these different females that have gotten their start because of Barbara Walters. Amazing, amazing woman. People always say stuff like trailblazer, one of a kind, blah, 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 blah. Barbara Walters was tenacious. And she said that the number one reason to her that she attributed to her success is that she never went to the bathroom. She was afraid <laughs> to go to the bathroom because she was afraid to miss a call and get the interview. She was, and you know, you're talking about before there was cell phones and and different ways of communicating, right? So that was, that was one of her things. She was like, she would refuse during the day when she was manning phones and working on stuff. She like almost never went to the bathroom. I would have a phone put in my bathroom because you can talk from the toilet. Oh my God. I know. I do too. I do it all the time. I just put the, I, 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 I listen to someone. I usually try to tee them up with something they're going to talk about for at least a minute or two. And then I put them on mute. And I bring the phone into the bathroom. And then like, if it's then, then like, if I have to respond, then I unmute real quick. I'm like, yep. And then I put it back on mute again and continue. Yep. That mute button, man. There's been a lot of things saved by the mute <laughs> button. So did you get everything that you ordered over the holidays? Cause I'm still waiting on one package that hasn't come yet. 
Uh, no, but I had to return something on Amazon, which took a long time to get in the first place. And now it had to be returned because it was the wrong size. So Amazon's taken longer. I think everybody's taken longer, aren't they? They are. And there's been a lot of problems with supply chains and deliveries, but this is a different one. This is kind of a, a interesting <laughs> delivery mishap. There was a California woman who received 100 portable heaters that she never ordered. She was inundated with 100 boxes, each containing a portable heater. Can you imagine? And they started arriving earlier in the month. They started coming on Friday and two weeks before Christmas. And every day I would get more boxes. So there was an automation error. Well, something because they said that the packages come from multiple locations across the country, including Iowa, North Carolina. So they're all being fulfilled from different centers. The same thing over and over again. I've never ordered one portable heater. I don't need one, she said. Matthew suspects her address may have been erroneously listed as a return address for a Amazon space heater seller. Ooh. What happens if someone comes back at me saying, well, we sent them to your house. Why? What did you do with it? And apparently this is not the first time this has happened. There was a guy named Mike back in 2018 in uh, Massachusetts and uh, their house received a flood of Amazon packages containing small, inexpensive items they had never ordered. The couple said their research revealed they were likely receiving the packages as part of a scheme to get fraudulent reviewed um, reviews marked as verified on Amazon. We're investigating inquiries from consumers who have received unsolicited packages as this would violate our policies. People getting the wrong stuff, people getting stuff they didn't order, people getting 100 space heaters. Next week, Hobbs will be gone. So we're going to take, once again, a shot at playing back one podcast. We number them one to the current one of 86. So go to moonpjugandhobbs.com, M-O-O-N-P-J-U-G-G-A-N-D-H-O-B-B-S.com, moonpjugandhobbs.com. Just rolls off. <laughs> it's so beautiful when you do it it's like a song and then when you get there you can see all of our different podcasts pick a number and yep. hit the email link and you're there That's and it. We're, we'll play one of those back while Hobbs is gone so I don't have to do anything next week that sounds good have a great week